You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And welcome, everybody. Blessings to you. Blessings to you. I am Dr. Michael Mosley. And you guessed it. You know what time it is, right? Who knows what time it is? Who knows what time it is? Come on. Who knows what time it is? Yeah, that's right. It's time for your spiritual GPS to success. Yes, I am your host. I am your intuitive life coach. I am Dr. Michael Mosley, right outside, right in Riverside, California. I always tell people outside of Los Angeles. I am so glad to be here with you on today. We have a lot to talk about. We really, really do. And uh, we're going to be talking today about uh, about the election. Let's talk a little bit about it. I have received several calls, uh, several emails, a few texts about what do you think about the election, Dr. Mosley? What do you think? Uh, so I want to deal with some of those questions on today. And let's find out, really, what did we learn from the election? What did, and even beyond that, I really want to deal with uh, President-elect Donald Trump. What did we learn from Donald Trump? Mm. Now, this one is going to be really interesting, okay? But listen, I want to hear from you. I definitely want you to let me know where you're listening to me from. I appreciate those of you that are in the Canada region, those of you uh, that even in Africa, thank you very much for letting me know that you're tuning in to all over. Um, Those of you, I don't know why this city comes to mind, El Paso. I want to, do I have any friends friends over there in El Paso? I want to know you. Where are you? Where are you? Okay, where's El Paso? Uh, any friends down there in Georgia, in the beautiful state of Georgia, let me know where you're tuning in from. All you can do, you just can text me. Text my office number, 916-467-4448, okay? 916-467-4448. And you know, uh, you can definitely go on the website, drmichaelmosley.com. You can go there and there's a lot of things there. You can schedule a reading. I would love, I mean, I would really love to talk to you. So you can schedule a reading, drmichaelmosley.com, or sign up for a hypnotherapy session. You know, this is the holiday season. Somebody say, okay, Dr. Mosley, I need to get my, my weight in check. Because I know when they pull that bird out the oven with that cornbread dressing and all oh, heaven help me with that giblet gravy and the cranberry sauce, it's going to be all or nothing, you know. So listen, if you want to get a jump start on that, all you got to do is call me. I'll be glad to talk with you. You can go to the website, drmichaelmosley.com. That's D-R-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-M-O-S-L-E-Y, okay, dot com. And you can call my office, the same number, area code 916-467-4448, okay? That's 916-467-4448. Now, if you have not, uh, gotten information about how to be a part of our live radio audience, I want to know what are you waiting on? Because if you haven't gotten the information, that means you have not text LOA to 40691. Okay? You got to text LOA to 40691. That's all you got to do. And send it to me, okay? And it will send you back the information and letting you know how you too can be a part of our live radio audience. They, they are there. Aren't y'all there? Uh, uh, wait a minute. I said, aren't y'all there? Y'all there? <laughs> yeah, see, I told you. They're there. They're there. They don't talk that much, but they are there. But listen, I do appreciate you. Now listen, turn up your your headsets. If you're letting somebody, if you like me on your car, you know, you got to have your car uh, connected to your phone and all of that good stuff, and you can hear it loud on your car speakers. Hey, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> But turn it up. I got some good information I want to really share with you. And let's have a little bit of a dialogue here, okay? So I'm going to need your help. Let's talk about it. Trump. Oh, yeah. Trump. What did we learn from Donald Trump? I'll be right back, everybody. Don't you go nowhere, okay? All right.
you're in tune to your spiritual GPS to success. I am honored. I am favored by God to be your host. I really am. I, You know, I take that really seriously. I am favored by God. And I really am so serious. Let me say that one more time just for me. I know it's not for you, but it's for me. I am favored by God to be your uh, intuitive life coach. Uh, I'm very uh, appreciative that many of you listen to this broadcast or this podcast every week. Uh, Several of you listen to it while you're working out in the mornings. And y'all know what? Y'all make me feel so bad. I'm going to start doing that. I really am. I'm going to start walking in the morning because I get several people that say, I listen to you while I'm walking, while I'm doing my exercise. And I like, I be uh, rolling out of bed, get me a cup of coffee and, you know, hey, just chilling. (laughs) I do. I go outside. But, you know, I'm looking at people on the hill walking and I, I say to myself, Moses, you should be walking. So I'm going to really, I'm going to try to do that because I know Thanksgiving is coming up, Christmas is coming up, and everybody wants to invite me to their Christmas party. That's a hint. You know, that's a hint. Everybody wants to invite me to their Christmas party. Y'all, you you catch the hint? (laughs) You can send my invitation just in case it get lost in the mail. You can send me my invitation at Dr. M. Uh, Go to my website, brother. Let's just do it. DrMichaelMosley.com. And you can send me my invitation to the the Christmas party. I I like to go... I like to go, but you know what? I am so so favored by God to be here with you and uh, to thank you. I really want to thank you because uh, several of you, I had one dear, uh, uh, one precious lady called me and uh, she said, uh, "You, we missed you on your, your broadcast and wanted to make sure you were okay. Oh, that just did my heart so good. It really, you know, people really do care. It really, they really do care, and I, it just really touched me. I said, "I'm." I was just traveling and got mixed up with times and and planes and all of that good stuff. But you know what? I I had to thank her very, very much for uh, for that. I really, really do appreciate it. So, um, uh, so listen, I really do uh, thank you. <laughs> So very much. Listen, I want to say hello to suburban Chicago. Someone's tuning in from suburban Chicago. They're sending a text right now saying, "We don't forget about us in in the windy city." Hey, Chicago. How was now? Listen, you know what? How how did you feel when Trump won? Now, listen. Let let me preface this because I really want to talk about Trump on tonight. But I want to talk about it from um, what did we learn? from Donald Trump because it really is a, it's fascinating honestly i think someone said this is the biggest upset in uh, of the century <laughs> Really, because it, it it was so amazing, it really was, and I, I'm not talking about policy. I don't really care to talk about policy, whether one believe this or one believe that. You know, no, that's not really what I want to talk about. I'm not here to debate on policy, but it was so fascinating that someone who was not categorized as a politician won. I mean, this person won. Donald Trump won. I mean, how did, now, there, there may be some of his supporters that may be online with me, and some of you, I'm quite sure some of the supporters are listening to me. And, and you know, uh, uh, and it, it's just fascinating that someone who did not have a political background, but they won. What is the universe telling us through Trump? You know, really, what is the universe? So I want to really deal with this. What is the universe telling us that we've elected Donald Trump? You know, uh, I, so I want to talk a few about a few things about Donald Trump. Why, how did he win? How did Donald Trump win the election? Now, again, let's not, I don't want to deal with policy. So I just want to deal with some characteristics about it. But one thing that, the first note that I, I, I notated in my notes, you know, that was an old saying that says, whatever is in you is going to come out. Whatever is in have you ever heard that? Whatever is in you go come out, you know? It, uh, and, and one thing that I do say, I've heard this as I've listened to the news and, and other people, and one gentleman even did uh, text me and said, Dr. Mosley, we need our country. And really, they sent me a little text that our country is in chaos. What is it that we can do? 
What can we do? Uh, because since Trump has uh, been elected, uh, we've had all of the protests and all of the, the chaos. It just really have been chaos. And I, I don't know if I said this on a radio program, but I do a lot of traveling and speak a lot in churches. And that was my concern was what is the aftermath of the election? No matter who wins, what will be the aftermath? So now one thing, that I can say. And the reason why I said whatever's in you is going to come out, because with Donald Trump, we he was able to bring forth hidden feelings, hidden feelings. He was able to really bring forth, and that's in all of us. You know, have you ever said something in your mind, but you wouldn't dare say it out loud? Well, I think that's one thing that he did. He said a lot of things that many people were thinking. Whether it was right or whether it was considerably wrong, he said it. He had the guts to say it. You know, it was like, wow, did he really just say that? Did he say that on national? Oh, my God. You know, but he had the guts to really speak it out, whatever was on his mind. And someone did make that statement through one of the news uh, um, news outlets that stated, well, hey, he's just speaking the hearts of the people. And there were uh, some commentators that made a statement, well, Trump is really speaking. He's a rich man, very much a billionaire, but he's speaking uh, information or statements that the people that feel like they have been forgotten, these are their sentiments. And that's who, uh, as I watched uh, the news uh, and the results of the election coming forth, it's amazing how some people say, well, the people that are uh, in the, the rural areas are now voting. They're speaking up. There's, this is how they really do feel. And I'm standing, I was really in the state of Louisiana uh, at that time of the election, and I'm getting dressed because I had to go speak that night. But I'm watching the results of the election like, oh my God, wow, look at this. America is really speaking up. And those persons that feel like they have been forgotten are now speaking up even stronger. So he really penetrated some kind of way. He penetrated to the heart of people. He penetrated to the heart. He said the things that many people wanted to say, but they just didn't have the guts to say it. So, you know, with that in mind, you know, are we really speaking our truth, whether it's right or wrong? You know, now you cannot say, you know, of course, we don't want to go to you know, speak derogatory statements about, and I believe that about people, but I believe you can make your statements known without being derogatory, without being condescending. You know, I believe, can we agree to disagree? You know, really, can we do that? Because it got to the point that it was um, almost uh, a fight would break out if you wore a Trump shirt or if you wore a Hillary Clinton shirt. You know, it was almost a fight would break out. And our country... Our country has been on the verge of war for a long time. And I'm talking civilly. We're fighting all these other wars, but I'm talking about with civilly within America, you know, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement. And and uh, it took me a moment. Can I be honest with you all? It took me a little moment to kind of grab And although I'm African-American, I'm black, but it took me a moment to really understand what the concept, what was the message. And it was really saying not that all lives do not matter. All lives do matter. But have you ever, you know, what blacks were saying was, hey, Sometimes we get lost in the shuffle. Oh, we'll get to them third, fourth, you know, fifth, you know, but we matter to be first, just like everybody else. Everybody deserves to be heard. Everybody deserves to be respected. Now, some people will say, well, Trump didn't respect everybody, but you know, he had a way of piercing the heart and allowing everybody's feelings to come out to come out of hiding. He allowed, he had a way of doing that. And so he brought forth those feelings of being forgotten. You know, those feelings of, uh, you know, no one is paying me any attention and everybody wants attention. Somebody right now in your house wants attention. Somebody say, ain't nobody in this house. I'm by myself. <laughs> but if you had somebody there, they deserve attention. And do you know, it brought out a lot. And this is one thing that is really true. 
it really showed us or it showed me still how much racism we still do have in this country. Now, we've come a long way. Oh, yes, we have. And we I'm so appreciative of that. We have. And I don't want to take note of that. Uh, but you know what? It really is now that we see the protests and we have seen so much racial animosity and actions uh, uh, of racism that have taken place since he's won till it does give you the indication this is very much prevalent. And we're talking about people that were born after the 60s. Now, you know, in the 60s, that's when it really was very high. And, you know, uh, uh, that was really on the mainstream of media. But this this is people that were born in the 80s. (laughs) People that were born that did not know about the sit-in. So racism is still here. And it is something that is taught. It is something you're not born with this. This is something that we have been taught. And so it is still here. And whether um, uh, even with Hillary Clinton, you know, running for president, do you know there were some people that still said, "Uh uh-uh, I can't vote for her because she's a woman. I can't do, no, she's a woman. I can't do that. No, no, we we can't do that. Believe it or not, there's still some people that believe like that. Ah, 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 I can't do that. And they're looking at gender. So that's still a sense of disrespect, dishonor, simply because of her gender. Just like we're disrespecting and dishonoring somebody simply because of their culture, of the color of their skin. So this is something that is still here. And believe it or not, it came forth. So how does that equate to the law of attraction? How does that really equate to the law of attraction? One person asked me, um, how did Trump really win this election? And I said, you know what? Really, law of attraction was really working. It really was working. Law of attraction was working very, very powerfully in his, uh, if you want to say in his favor. And he rolled, let's say, uh, what, what is the correct word? He he just jumped on that tidal wave and he rolled that tidal wave on to the finish line. He really did. I want to talk to you about how did he really win with the law of attraction? All right, listen, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. But you're in tune to your spiritual GPS to success because there's certain things that I want to point out even about Mr. Trump that are going to really cause us, you and myself, to continue on our success track. Yes, it will. Listen, don't you go nowhere. In fact, tell somebody else, you need to be listening to this. <laughs> Listen, those of you that are on in the studio, you have a question, hit star six. You are in tune to your spiritual GPS to success. I'm honored to be your intuitive life coach. I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. I'll be right back, everybody. Spiritual GPS to success. I am your host. I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. Hey, let's toast it up. Come on. That champagne life. Let's toast it up. And you know what? Somebody said, well, he's not my president. Well, come on. Cheers to you, Mr. Trump, or President-elect Trump. Cheers to you. You know why? Because it's the law of attraction. I don't want to continue a fight. You know, I don't want to continue a fight. So, but we just got to go with it. You know, really, let, let's go with it. You know, he's the president now. So what we going to do? We're going to get all mad. Come on. Because you know what? According to the law of attraction, if you get mad and the more angrier you remain, you attract more anger. 
you really are attracting more anger. So, hey, stop the anger. Can someone text? I know somebody listening to this podcast right now, but let's let somebody text me that. Somebody text me. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, I want you to text me. Stop the anger. Stop it. Stop the anger, okay? Now, we still need to change that though. But for right now, just for emphasis, let's just say that for right now. Stop the anger. Text at 916-467-4448, okay? Stop the anger. Because I want to make a statement that we just got to really stop the anger. This is still America. It's still a great country. Yeah, it is. It's a great country, and we're here. Now, I'm not thinking about moving nowhere else right now, but right now I'm going to, I'm just going to stay right here, you know? But listen, how did Donald Trump win uh, with the law of attraction? You know what? We, in the law of attraction, we speak that uh, like attracts like. And do you know, again, um, the mind does not know positive or negative. That's why I said we need to change that statement too about stop the anger. And I'm going to figure out what to say in a minute. It's going to come to me. My angel's going to give it to me. But you know what? Uh, because the mind doesn't know really when you're saying uh, don't think red. All it's saying is red. You know, it focuses on the subject. And so really, that's how Trump really won. He won because a lot of people were saying, well, vote for Hillary so Trump won't get in. That's what some people say. I've heard it many times. Uh, well, uh, she's the lesser of two evils. Let's just vote for her so he won't get it. And so everybody's mind still in the background, the common denominator was Trump. You know, the common denominator really was Trump. So everybody, don't, don't do that. Don't do, no, no, no. We don't go vote for him. But what kept staying on people's mind was Trump. And collective, watch this, collective consciousness brought it on into manifestation. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that I do really love. It says, when two or three touch and agree, he will be God in the midst, which means he will manifest. The universe will manifest what you're saying in the midst. So everybody kept agreeing on the subject was Trump. Everybody kept, now, whether you were for him or against him, that, you know, we said, well, those two different subjects. No, the main subject was Trump. It was. And so therefore, everybody kept focusing on Trump. And so that's how he really won. The law of attraction, it had greater and greater momentum. And they started building and building and building and boom, that thing went to, it sped up to 80, 80 miles per hour. Then it sped up to 100 and it took off. It really took off. So ladies and gentlemen, there's somebody right now. I want you to realize the power that there is in the law of attraction. What did we really learn from Trump? Whether you agree with his policies or what he may have stated, how did he win? Look at it from the law of attraction perspective. Everybody's mind was on him. Everybody's mind was even shocked by some of the things that he stated. Like, oh my God, oh my God, how dare he say that? Oh, wow, did he really? But it still stayed on everybody's mind. What? Trump, Trump, Trump. <laughs> you could not go a day without hearing that man's name. You could not go really a day, not even half a day, without hearing something about him. It's amazing. What would happen if you, your family, or your loved ones got together and with a collective consciousness focused on a subject of wealth or focus on the subject of love? Someone texted me right there and they said, stop the anger, spread love. I like that. I like that. I, I Stop the anger but spread love. And that's really our our mission right now. You know, he's in office. Now, what we have to do is spread love. Spread. You know, we cannot combat hate with hate. We can't combat anger with anger. We have to combat that with love. Isn't that a scripture in the Bible? Well, Moses, you're the preacher, you're the minister, don't you know? <laughs> but I think it is that love covers, yes, that is true. Love covers a multitude of faults. Love covers love. And so right now, uh, one of the reasons why, now this may be a shock to somebody, but one of the reasons why I feel that, that the universe permitted and allowed and granted Trump to win is to, that we can really showcase the love that we confess and profess that we have. 
You know, because if we don't really have that love, then are we racist? Oh, did you catch that? Are we really racist? Are we saying, well, as long as you think like me and, and, and do like I do and do everything like I do, you on my, you on my team. I'm with you. But if you don't think like I do and I don't want to hear you. I don't want to talk to you. I can't stand you. Get away from me. And do y'all know what? I've seen this happen so many times, especially in churches. Now I can say that I, I, you know, I'm, I'm from church. So I've seen, we have been racist, uh, against, uh, uh, genders, sexual, sexual preferences, uh, different lifestyles, you know, oh, you gay. Ooh, I don't want to fool with you. Ooh, you, you, the devil, <laughs> you are the devil. And so we have, we have seen this, but really the one thing that is needed more than anything is love. Now y'all know the I think one of the world's famous scriptures of all time is that for God so loved the world. And even when people did not love supposedly God did not really care, God still loved the world. Can we really say that we love like God? Can we really say that hey, you know what? I just love. I can can anybody just say hey, I love you Mr. Trump. I really do. I love you. I love you for the fact that you had guts to speak what you wanted to say. Uh, you had uh, the audacity, you know, in a bold way. Well, let's just say this way. You were bold, not just to be satisfied with a billion dollars because you got your money, but you you wanted to do something to even help America. You wanted to do something. You know, what is the good part of that? You know, because he had all his money. He could, hey, he got enough money, uh, uh, probably uh, more than what he could possibly spend in a lifetime. So his family, his kids are set for life, but he wanted to do something else. You know, somebody said, oh, that's just why he want more money. Well, in the process of wanting more, I believe is some kind of way. Could it be that he could help us? He can help you. He can help myself. So the key thing is right now that he's in, I want to send love. I don't want to keep the hate going. I don't want to keep the anger going. I just want to keep love going. See, because love does conquer. It overpowers a multitude of issues just because I love you. Woo! Now, see, sound like we're in church, doesn't it? It sounds like we... <laughs> It sounds like we're in church, but really it is something to say that, Hey, I love you. It doesn't matter. You know what? Can some, I don't think we've ever done that. Can someone just send a text to say, I love you. You know, why don't you do, do that to even somebody else right now? Can you think of five people you just can send a text to right now and just say, I love you. Why are you sending me this? Oh, just because. No, we all know you was listening to Dr. Michael Mosley, but we, we don't have to tell everybody that. But you can just send a text to somebody and say, I love you. You know, thank you for what you have taught me. You know, thank you for the, the lessons that I've learned. Thank you. You know, why go through life being angry? And there's some people, ooh, child, if I had time to talk about it. There's some people in my life right now that I know I could just oh, get mad at, but really... Hey, let's send love that way. Hey, I love you. You know, this is a way for me to get over this and move on with my life. It's to send love your way. So why don't you text somebody else? Why don't you text them right now? You you know your phone is right there. Text them and just say, I love you. Text your ex-husband. Now, don't you start nothing because they may think you're trying to get back with them. <laughs> but text them, you know, or even, you know, sometimes you may want to light a candle and uh, think about them and just send thoughts of love their way. You know, go look at a photo album or see their picture. Send love that way. It could be an old friend. You know what? I just want to send love your way because we got to stop the anger. I got to get rid of this inside of me. I got to get rid of it. Uh, uh, there's someone that's had a counseling session with me and they had some real animosity against their father. And we had to work through that process and to send love that way to say, thank you for getting me here. Thank you for what I've learned because through you, I've also learned some things of what not to do. I've learned some things of what I can do better. I've also, you know, I told them also realize this, that that person made you mad enough to do something about your problem. Mm -hmm. Did you think about that? So send love that way because they made you mad enough to start your business. They made you mad enough to even to try love again. They made you mad enough, like a what's that, uh, like that coach 
in school. They made you mad enough that you ran the extra mile. You know, they, that fitness trainer made you mad that you did. You did your 20 push-ups. Uh-oh, that's somebody called me right there. <laughs> so they got mad enough. I know, I know y'all called them. Listen, let me take a break right quick. I'm going to check and see who that's on my phone. But give me a call or you can text me, 916-467-4448. Uh, let's send love that way. Let's remember that. Donald Trump, we love you. I'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> spiritual GPS to success. I'm Dr. Michael Mosley. And listen, we're talking today about Donald Trump. What did we learn? What did we learn from Mr. Trump? What did we, from president-elect Donald Trump? You know what? And really, uh, again, did you text somebody? That, did you text him and say, I love you? Did you text? Because you know, that's the main way we can overcome hate and anger. We got to show love. You know, one characteristic about Donald Trump asks, do you know, I remember watching Family Feud one night and they asked a question on that show uh who is one person that have a real big ego some kind of way they worded the question and uh the answer that had the most uh, uh the most points i guess was donald trump now that was way before he was running for president so it is obvious that this man just had a huge ego he has a really, really big ego. All right, so everybody, let, let's deal with that ego. What What is ego? E- ego, I realize this, you know, just Google the word. It says a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. So he really does think a lot about himself. He really thinks a lot about himself. He really feels that he is important. Is that wrong? Mm-hmm. Is that really is that really wrong? You know, to just think of yourself as being important, as to think of yourself as being someone very special, very, um, very important. You know, see, he really had a a strong sense of who he was and what his worth was, and. I begin to think about that. Is this why some of us are not getting the desires that we have? Because we don't feel that we deserve them. Uh, some of us, you know, especially those of us that have been in the Christian faith. Now, you all know I believe in the Christian faith, but sometimes we always say, well, we just supposed to be so humble. You know, we just little bitty sheep for the slaughter. You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> we just sleep, sheep for the slaughter. We go be persecuted and we go be talked about and laughed at. And But you know what? Um, is that really the right way to think? Is that really, uh, even Jesus made a statement that says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. You know, when I think about that, that's almost, and I, don't y'all get mad at me, but it's almost sound like a Donald Trump statement. I am the candidate for this position. I am qualified. Nobody knows about this better than me. Now, now those are statements that he had made. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. You're not getting him but by me. Now, that's a bold statement. Think about it now, y'all. Think for real. Now, come on, just think about it. Isn't that bold? And so 
is it true that we need to have a stronger ego about ourselves, a stronger sense of self-worth? You are somebody and you deserve attention. You are somebody and you deserve to be heard. You are somebody and you deserve to be happy. You are somebody. Sound like I'm preaching, doesn't it? Let me, let me, let me be calm. But you are somebody and you deserve whatever your desire may be. You deserve it. I deserve better. I deserve greater. I deserve the best. Now, you got to start saying that about yourself. You got to start getting that in your mind of who you are. And Donald Trump, Mr. Trump, he made that made that known. You know, he was important. I am. If he had a question, he uh, we we all know that he questioned Obama's birth uh, birth certificate, and he questioned that. Well, at least he was bold enough to do it. You know, I don't agree with everybody's actions. Do I agree with everything that Donald Trump did or does? No. But the point I'm making is, again, not on policy, but on his character. You need to realize, walk around your house and say, I deserve. I deserve new furniture. I deserve better. I deserve greater. I deserve the best. I am the best. I am somebody special. I am somebody great. I am somebody awesome. So we need to get that in our minds of who we are, who I am. I deserve greater. Are you catching what I'm saying? I believe you You are. You know what? That's, let me go here. Because that's a scripture also in the Bible in John 4 and 10. It says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and the Lord will raise you up. Now, a lot of Christians believe that if we just humble ourselves, be humble, the Lord is going to, he will exalt us. He will toot our horn. Remember, I did a show about that and uh, I need to go find that show again myself. But you got to learn to toot your own horn. You, You know what? And could it be that Mr. Trump, he did humble himself before God. I don't know. I can't judge to say whether he did or not. But when he came out of that, you know, he had to go back to being, be assured of himself. You see, the scripture said, humble yourself and the Lord will. Or humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, unto the Lord. And saying, hey, you know what, universe, I can't make this without you. I really, I need strength. I need guidance. I need you to do this for me. Help me. But then after you come out of that time of prayer or that time of reflection or that time of meditation, you got to put back on, you know, put back on your your ego and say, hey, all right, I got it. Now, I got my answer. I got my assurance. Even if you don't know what to do, I have the assurance that the greater power is with me. I have the assurance that God is with me. I have the assurance that my ancestors are with me. So therefore, I'm going full force. I'm going to make this happen. Wow. Does that make sense? Is somebody building up your ego right now? Come on, somebody just say, I'm building my ego. Text it to me. (laughs) Text it to me, 916-467-4448. I have y'all texting a lot, don't I? I know, I know. But I really want you to build your ego. Build it. It's okay. You know, it's almost like sometime uh, being a parent, and I've done this, that some things have hurt my heart, but I don't want my children to see me crying. You know, some things I don't want them to see. Even my wife, sometimes if I'm hurting on the inside, sometimes I'll just, I'll go away. And if something has really pained me, I'll just deal with it, you know. And then I come back, okay, I got it together now. Have you, have you ever just needed a good cry? Anybody ever, have you just ever needed, you know, a good cry? I just need a good cry. And, and I, in other words, when I did my crying, that was a time of humbling. And then I had to get it back together. You know, uh, when my brother passed away, I, I, at one point, I just had to get away and cry. You know, just, okay, get it out. Now, okay, I got to go back in here and get it together. You know, when the bills were not, you know, being paid, the money wasn't there. And, ooh, I remember um, just different incidents. Y'all know about when I had to take my son to Hawaii. I did not want him to see me cry. I just didn't want him to see me cry. But I had to wait to get my, get away. And cry, you know, I had to really cry and then go back. Okay, it's all right. You like your dorm room? Everything okay? So could it be that Mr. Trump did practice that of humbling himself? But when it was time to go on stage, he had to produce this energy of confidence. You know, he had to produce this energy of togetherness, unification within himself himself. 
That's the law of attraction. He had to get his mind in connection with his feeling, his heart, and, and even with his physical body. I, I got to give the image. I, I can do this. I am the one. So somebody right now, maybe uh, you, you're working on building your confidence, building your ego. I know normally we don't like that word ego, do we? You know, it just sounds, you know, but really somebody, I believe God is really saying, giving a message to somebody, hey, build your ego, build who you are. You know, people are not going to hire you if you don't have an ego. You know, some people are not going to really uh, work with you if you don't have an ego. Some people, they, they need you to have that ego saying, hey, I can do this. I can make this happen, right? <laughs> so listen, you're looking for a job, you better build up your ego. I'm telling you the truth. You better build up your ego. Build up that confidence within yourself. And you know another characteristic about Donald Trump? He was a risk taker. He really was. He was a risk taker. You know, it is true uh, that some of his businesses uh, did end up in bankruptcy. Some of his businesses ended up in bankruptcy. That was, uh, you know, I Googled it to find out. And that was one point that uh, Miss Clinton made that, hey, if he can't be successful in business, what makes you think he can be successful running the country? Well, and I looked at when his companies went into bankruptcy and, you know, the, the, he said, he made a statement where it was a good business decision. And I've thought about that. Just a simple answer. It was a good business decision. Again, I'm not trying to talk about whether I agree with his policies. What I'm saying, well, the man's in office now. What can we do about it? One thing that we can realize is sometimes we need to make good business decisions. And when you're making good business decisions, you have to realize what's best for you and your family. What is best for my business? What is best for my livelihood? Yes, we spent a lot of money in this, but it did not take off. Okay, shake it off and keep going. That's what I take from that. You know, have you ever, because I've had some things that did not work out well. And I'm beating myself up for it. This is not working. What are people going to say about me? Look at you. You are a success coach and that didn't even work. See, but you know what? Being a success coach is also knowing when to quit. You know, just when to, uh, you know, when to let it go. And I, I did a show on that and someone sent me a message. Thank you. Uh, I think it's Michelle. Thank you. I really do appreciate you so much. I really do, Michelle. And I, she told me, she corrected me. Uh, she said, you didn't pronounce the city right. <laughs> she said, it's Laguna Hills. I think I said Laguana. She said, it's Laguna Hills. I sure did say Laguana. I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> It's Laguna Hills, California. And you know what, Michelle, I appreciate you so very much. Thank you. (laughs) You know, everybody, you got to realize you deserve to be heard and you deserve to have the best. But also, if something doesn't go right, okay, let's, you know, throw it out the front door, put it in the trash, keep on going. You know, there have been times when I have paid for something to eat and I did not like it. And I'm still trying to eat it. I'm still trying. To, well, I paid for this. If you don't like it, hey, it was worth the $10 just to try it. So throw it away. You know, give it to somebody else. But why continue the struggle to keep up an appearance? This same man that filed bankruptcy is now president-elect of the United States of America. So who are you to say, well, you know what? I had a bad marriage and I had this and and I did not finish my college degree or I had to file foreclosure. I had to file bankruptcy or I, I had to had a car repossessed. So what? You know what? Let's stop giving the negative so much credit. Again, I see the law of attraction in action. Oh, I like that. The law of attraction in action. I like that, right? The law of attraction in action because he did not focus on the failure. He kept going. He kept going. You know, even some people would show us your taxes, show us your taxes. He didn't even stay with that. He kept going to the next item. What is the next item on, on my agenda? This is, that's not on my agenda. That's on your agenda. Ooh, wee that's really because he's saying that's your agenda. I know you want to see my taxes, but that's not on my agenda. And really what's on my agenda is what's more important. 
Now, I know that may sound egotistical, but there we go back with that word ego. You know, some people, that's on their agenda. Well, you know what? This is your fourth husband. Well, that's on your agenda. That's not what's on my agenda. Well, do you know you you did this and it didn't work out? Well, that's what's on your agenda. But on my agenda, I'm focusing on what I want to bring into my life. I'm not focusing on the things that were bad or what may have been, you know, maybe difficult for me. I'm moving on. You know, I, I'm moving on. I was reading, I was reading a book this morning in my uh, meditation time uh, by Catherine Ponder, and a book entitled "Open Your Mind to Receive." And I just pulled it out. And you know, I love Catherine Ponder. If y'all know Catherine Ponder, hey, hook me up, okay? <laughs> but she wrote here in her book says, "Whatever you notice, you are inviting into your life." Whatever you talk about, you are inviting into your life. Whatever you identify with in your thoughts, words, and actions, you are inviting it into your life. He did not invite all of those things in. That's what we wanted to know, but he was strong enough mentally not to invite that into his circle. You know, even when the odds were against him, he did not invite certain things into his into his space. So, so it teaches us that some things we don't need to invite into our space. We just need to keep what we are focused on. Listen, I am going to do this. Well, how are you going to do? I don't know all the hows. I'm focused on what I'm going to do. I may not know all the hows yet, but I'm just going to focus and stay focused on that. And the how will present itself. Hmm? Now, that's something to think about. The how will present itself. So he was a risk taker. You know, he, hey, somebody said he just talked a lot of game. Well, maybe he did, but that game played off. You know, he, he took the risk and he stayed focused on it. And do you know what I call taking a risk? It's taking faith. It's taking faith. You know, we always speak about our faith and our faith in God, our faith in the universe. But do we really put it to the test? Do we really try to go for what our dreams are or do we let circumstances or what some people's opinions may be stop us? You know, oh, I want to go for that house. Well, you know, you got to do it this way. You got to get your credit. You got to do that. And that's true. But is that the only way to get a house? I want to I want to uh, uh, go to Cancun. Well, you know, you got to save your money. You got to do this. But is that the only way? You know what? Donald Trump showed us there's more than one way to scare a cat. <laughs> Y'all remember that saying? But you know what? He took the risk. And even some risks, like some hotels, they did end up in bankruptcy. But one thing we can say, and he can say, at least I tried. I'm not just talking to talk. No, I tried. And how many of us can say that? Can you build up your ego enough to try? Hmm? Listen, you're in tune to your spiritual GPS to success. And somebody right now, the universe is trying to tell you, you want to be successful? Build up your ego to at least try. Don't defeat your own self, your own idea. Oh, listen, listen, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be right back, okay? <laughs> to be strong. And we need that love. That's why we want to spread love. 
We really want to spread love, everybody. Just continue to spread love. Stop the anger. Stop the hate. Let's spread love. Because really, we can do the same thing. And Trump proved it. He really did prove it. No matter what background you come with, somebody say, well, he was rich and he had a lot of money. Well, what do you have? You're rich too. Think about it in your mind. I'm, you know what? In my mind, I have so much money. Oh, Lord, I need some ways to figure out how to spend this because it's all a mental, uh, it's all mental, really. Money is an energy. Money really is an energy, y'all. And so guess what? Uh, I, I love that some lessons that I've learned from Trump. And that one really is to be a risk taker. And uh, take that risk. You say you have faith, well, go for it. What's going to happen? Well, what if you fail? What, what if you fail? Is it the end of the world? No. It's not. You know what? Sometimes we're worried more so about what people are going to say about us. Now, if you're going to run for president, it is true. You cannot be, uh, if you're going to run for president, do you know you cannot be, what? Uh, what is that, so sensitive? You know, you really cannot be so sensitive. Honestly, if you're going to really run for president, you can't. What they going to say about me? Now, look here. You're a wimp. You can't, you can't be sensitive. If you are going to go for that home or go for your job or go for whatever it is, even going to be a great parent or a great wife, you can't be so sensitive. Oh, honey, I appreciate the way you scrambled the eggs, but I really, I don't like them that way. Can you add a little onion in the in the eggs for me and scramble them a little bit tighter? You know, I don't like it too loose for me. Oh, Lord, he don't like my eggs. <laughs> but come on, don't be sensitive. Just say, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it better. I'm, in fact, let me try it right now because I refuse to be defeated. And that really was the attitude that Trump had. I refuse to be defeated. I really do refuse. Again, I'm not talking about his policies. I'm talking about his character. Are you today, do you have that in that mindset? You know what? I refuse to be defeated. I'm going to be a risk taker. You know, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to try it. Let's, let's just try it. Only thing that can happen is a fail. And if I fail, it's up to me to keep going. So many times we allow that failure really, or even the fear, what other people say, we allow that to block us. We allow that uh, to stop us, stop us in our tracks. But that's not what is to be. We got to keep moving on and keep saying, you know what? I am just going to move forward no matter what, no matter what comes. This is my, this is what's on my agenda. What? Let's go back. This is on. Uh, this is my ego. This is my ego. I got to make this happen. I and I'm saying that for a reason. I am going to make this happen. I got to make this happen. So I'm not afraid of bankruptcy. You know, I'm not afraid. So what? And you know what? There have been people that have had bad credit, got it repaired. Y'all know I'm telling the truth, right? They're going to, hey, can you fix my credit? You know, just, you know, you know what to do. We call it the hookup in the hood. <laughs> we call it the hookup. But there are people that know how to do that and get you that home. Y'all know it's the truth, right? They can get you in. Money can, as long as you got a mind to make money, you can do it. You can succeed. As long as you have a mind to succeed, you can succeed. You really can. So you know what? Do what works for you. My time is up. Oh, I got to go. But do what works for you. Everybody, you got to start doing what works for you. You know what? I'm not worried about what others may say. Don't worry about it. You know, he did. He Some things went bankrupt. But hey, for my family, it was best for us to foreclose on this home so we can get another home. You know, because I can get somebody to clear this off my credit. But we love this home. We put a lot of money into this home. Okay, well, right now, life changes, and we're going to go with the road. We're going to roll with it. Roll with the wave, okay? Follow the path of least resistance. I never, and I don't know if I've ever shared this story, and I probably have, but that was one time I really was just so heavy about a house, and it just, you know, again, I didn't realize what I was doing, but using the law of attraction, I was causing myself to just be in doom. Just, we could not get on top of this uh, with the bill. And I just said, oh, I'm frustrated. Well, one day I heard uh, God really speak to me and just say, hey, let it go. Let it go. And I remember that. That was in the month of November. And I just said, okay, you know what? I'm going to let this go. I'm just going to let it go. Y'all come on, get this house. And I remember when I let it go in my mind, I felt so free. 
My wife was driving. She was going somewhere. And I said, I called her. I said, can you pick up a newspaper and just bring it home? I didn't tell her what it was for. But I knew what it was for because I was going to look for another house that night. And I remember when I let it go, she came home with the newspaper. She put it on my desk. I began to look. And there was a home right there in the newspaper that was for rent. It had everything that I had in my current home, plus a lot more other amenities. And it was cheaper. Wow. What are people going to say? Well, let them say whatever they want to say. This is mine. This is my world. This is, you know what, and it, the world does revolve around you. If you're not happy, others around you are not going to be happy as it relates to you. So you do have to realize, hey, this is what's on my agenda. You remember we just said that? I got to feel good. So, hey, I got to let this go. i never forget a young lady. She had a car, and I saw her again. She had a nice Jaguar. Well, she, I saw her later on. She had another vehicle, but this the other vehicle was like a, uh, a van or something. I said, what happened to your Jaguar? She said, well, I let that thing go. I kind of got behind on one payment. I said, uh-uh, I ain't living under this pressure. Y'all come get this. Well, I said, isn't that going to come up on your credit? Oh, I don't care about that. You know, I want to be at peace. And I thought, wow, what a valuable lesson. So many of us are so disturbed by something that we don't even really see, you know, which is your credit. But And I'm not saying have bad credit, no. But what I am saying is go with the flow. And that's one thing I had to learn from Donald Trump. Go with the flow. We got to really remember, I got to go with the flow. You know what? And this is the last thing I'm going to tell you. I got to go. But the last thing I want to tell you is act upon. I learned from Donald Trump. Act upon my belief. I had to really act upon my belief. Act upon what I believe in. You know what? I is important. To win. If you really want to win, I, W-I-N, I is important. I know that sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? But people win when you win. I have to win. This is on my agenda right now where you are in your life. If you really care about your children, then you got to win. I got to win. Because when I win, I get the prize and I can distribute the, the prize to whoever I desire to. Because right now, Donald Trump is making up his cabinet. He's giving somebody a, a job. He really is. He is giving some things are under uh, uh, his, his uh, command right now. And we haven't even had the inauguration yet, but he's already passing out jobs, which is what he's supposed to do. So remember, I is important in the word win. You know, we all, I know we said there's no I in teamwork, but there is one in win. There, <laughs> there is an I in win. And if you win, guess what? When you win, I win too. Because you are able to help me. Really, you're able to help me. So remember, it's okay to think about yourself. I remember I said this one time. I know many people. We do not uh, desire to be selfish. No, don't be selfish, but be prioritized. See, selfish is when you only think about yourself. But prioritizing is saying, hey, I got to position things in order of priority and I am important. You are important. I remember one time I told someone, I said, I'm not, I'm not self-centered, but I am centering myself. Did you get it? I'm not self-centered. But I am centering myself. I is important in winning. And that's what Donald Trump taught us. So let's see what his candidacy is going to be. Let's see, not his candidacy. Let's see what his presidency is going to be like. Let's give the man a chance, okay? Y'all with me? Y'all go, y'all go, somebody say, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> we're here now. We got to just go with the roll with it. We're not going to fight because we don't want to attract that to us, okay? Listen, I hope you've enjoyed the y'all audience. Are y'all still there? Y'all, y'all with me? Y'all there? There they go. That, I, I love y'all too. I, even though y'all don't want to comment. <laughs> But listen, text me at 916-467-4448. I love you dearly. I really thank God for each and every one of you. Look us up on Facebook, but better yet, go to the website, drmichaelmosley.com. Y'all know what I love, 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 love you all. I really do. Get a reading from me. I would love to give you a reading, an intuitive reading. Let's find out. Maybe that's some things that you need to learn from Donald Trump, even from Hillary Clinton, even Obama. 
But one thing that we want to do is remember, we want to win. Build up your ego. Go ahead on. Build it up. Somebody, you going for a job? Build up your ego before you go. Okay? Do it. Listen, I got to go. I can keep talking, but I got to get out of here. Call my office, 916-467-4448. Go to the website, drmichaelmosley.com. All right? Would you do it? I love you so very much. Until next time, you all, stay on that path. Your spiritual GPS to success. Blessings to you. Thank you.